Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Blessings, everyone. Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast. My name is Madeline Love, and coming on today to just share some really deep inspiration. I was on a webinar this morning with this incredible coach named Adam Rowe, and we were listening to his process around creative fulfillment, and it's just inspired me so much. I mean, I came out of this webinar totally lit up and a dear sister of mine, Charlene Jessica Parker, just being in such devotion and service to bringing really powerful leaders into a container to share potent transmissions for us to really step into our best year of our lives. And so I just want to share a little bit of some of like the notes that I took and the inspiration that I received from this webinar from this container that was just so powerful and you know one of the things that stuck out to me the most and and the things that he was sharing are all things that I've tracked in my life and that I also support with my clients Um, but there was there was a languaging that he brought in around it that just seemed really powerful that I want to share and so one of the things that he really talked about was around pattern recognition in our life, right? So if we want to be creative in our life, you know, which ultimately we're always creating, like all of life is creative energy. And I would also like to say that all of life is really sexual energy because that's where we are birthed from. That is where all of life comes into existence is through this dynamic of sexuality and and so creativity is actually directly linked with our sexuality as well and our our portal of of creation and so really looking into pattern recognition right so we can look into our life and say okay how have we been creating in our life what are these things that we've been doing and how has that been working you know and really one of the things that he shared was about bringing up the awareness around the lens that we're seeing life through and how we are creating through the lenses that we're looking through. So he used this example of, you know, if I believe that I'm not attractive, I'm I'm looking through a lens and creating through this lens of I'm not attractive, therefore my bank account, therefore my relationships, therefore my job is all being filtered and created through a lens of that belief. And so really, you know, when we can track these patterns in our life and we can identify them, we have an opportunity to really say, okay, I don't want to see life that way anymore. You know, I've been struggling my whole life just believing this thing over and over and over and that we can identify the limiting beliefs, but then 
also create a new choice, right? So ultimately creating a new choice creates a new pattern. And one of the things that he brought up is that was so powerful and that I've seen so much in the coaching realm and working with clients, you know, is how we can have these really powerful awareness moments, right? We can go and sit in a ceremony with the plants and we can have these really profound realizations of ourselves and have these kind of new doors open, these new doors of perception open in front of us. And yet there are many people that do not choose to choose differently to create a new choice, which will create a new pattern in their life. There's not the depth of, of integration work that's needed to create the new pattern because, you know, we build our lives around and through the lens of perception that we're carrying. And so when we see a new lens of perception and then we we choose something different, can we be willing to really let go of all of the things in our life that we've built based upon that old perception, based upon that old lens, based upon those old beliefs? And that can be really scary for people, especially when they don't have the tools, when they don't have the support system, when they don't have, you know, um, a belief that they can actually make it through that. Maybe they're not well-resourced to hire a coach or therapist or even have just the, the tools available to feel like they can, they can maintain that change and that shift in their lives. And so really, you know, having this, knowing that awareness gives us choice. It doesn't give us change. We can be aware all we want. We can have the awareness. We can actually even know the tools. We can have all the tools in our tool belt and yet not choose to use them. You know, and I I, I experienced this in my mid-20s when I was in my first marriage. And I remember when I was going through my house and I was, you know, organizing the uh, the items in my house that I was going to be taking with me whenever I left my husband and got into my own my own home with my two little ones I remember opening a cabinet where I stored all my books this like little bookshelf and I remember seeing all of these books that I had had around love and relationships and marriage and and how I had read all of them and I had all these tools I had all this awareness and yet it takes both people to implement those tools and to choose a new pattern and the deep grief that I felt, you know, and, and then cycling through, I'm not enough, you know, conditioning in my mind, which then continued to attract 
other relationships in my life that continued to reflect to me the belief that I'm not enough. It doesn't matter how badass of a babe that I am. It doesn't matter how beautiful I am. It doesn't matter how um, awesome of a business owner I am or how much impact I'm creating in my community or how many personal development seminars that I go to that I was never enough for someone. And it was because there was an underlying imprinting within my nervous system that I wasn't enough. And so that was another aspect that, um, that Adam brought up was like understanding our biology. And so he, he, it was so powerful. I've never heard anyone share about this specific thing, but he was talking about how our biology is just basically like, cool, you're making it, you're alive. Awesome. You're doing great. You know, and that that's kind of like a minimal, our, our biology, like, is just like, you're doing good because you're alive. You know, and then that's enough. And when we want to create a change in our life, we actually are kind of having to go against our biology. And he said, intention mixed with attention and then having courage, strength, and faith that's when we can really shift our biology, which will shift us into a new reality. And then, and then that, you know, really empowers us to take ownership of our creations, you know, and not remaining in victim mentality of like life just happening to us, you know, that really life is happening for us. And I really love the idea, you know, that we really are all artists. We're creating all the time. We're creating with our thoughts. We're creating with our beliefs. We're creating through life from the way that we're parenting to the way that we are moving our body in the world, the way that we are making food or making love that it's all an art it's all creative energy and you know so I I really want to go into um, this understanding of how it's easy for us to, when, when we've been hanging on to these beliefs, when we've been hanging on to these old lenses of perception and then once we realize what we've been doing, you know, which is, is what I call grace, like grace comes in and we awaken that we can really identify and we need to identify how our past and these beliefs has, has really served us. Right, so it's not about like shaming those parts of ourselves. And I used to do this to myself. I remember, um, and I've told this story recently, it's been coming up in the field around understanding how our, you know, our names um, that we have carry a certain frequency and a certain vibration. And I know a lot of people that change their names uh, when they go through deep transformational processes. 
And my personal experience in this lifetime, I've actually um, gone to really reclaiming my name. And so when I was little, everyone called me Maddie. And I went by Maddie until I was 30 years old. And when I was little, I would... I, I was asking people like to call me Madeline, like my name is Madeline and nobody would call me Madeline. They just kept calling me Maddie and even someone, you know, kind of tried to make fun of me or like, oh, you're just trying to be fancy. And it's like, no, that's my name. And I kind of just gave up on it. And it, and I remember as a child making the decision of like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to be okay with Maddie because that's what everyone's calling me. And then I fully like owned that. And I went through, you know, my whole early adulthood of my 20s, really living a life of pretty deep dysfunction and attracting, you know, romantic relationships that were incredibly codependent and toxic and you know, made all kinds of life choices through those lenses. And and whenever I turned 30, I moved to a new town where I didn't know anyone and I was starting up a new business and I just thought, fuck it, like no one knows me here and I'm going to I'm going to start going by Madeline. And so I remember when I bought my first business cards with my name Madeline on it. And that's what I was, that's what I was calling myself in this new town. And my life began to change rapidly whenever I reclaimed that. And I started using that as my name. And a couple years later, I, you know, had gotten involved in a whole reality and a whole community where people only knew me as Madeline. And I rarely ever hear anyone call me Maddie unless I'm talking to people from my past. And I remember going to this really beautiful conscious event out in Northern California and a dear brother of mine who's only known me as Madeline randomly was calling me Maddie for like a couple of days and I finally said something to him and I was like, why are you calling me that? And he kind of like looked at me strangely and was like, why are you so resistant to it? And I was like, I'm not in resistance to it. What are you talking about? I just think it's strange that you're calling me that because that's not my name. My name's Madeline. And he was like, no, clearly you have some resistance to that. And, and you might want to look at that. He's a coach too. He's like, yeah, you might want to look at that. And so, so I did, I really sat with it because I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, there is resistance there. And why is that? And I really sat with it and I realized that I was wanting to stay away from that name because that name reminded me of my past and it reminded me of a version of myself that I, that I felt like wasn't actually me. It reminded me of my dysfunctional self. It reminded me of an old version of myself that wasn't in alignment. So therefore, I was continually 
wanting to resist that, that that's not actually me. I'm Madeline. And so when I really sat with that and I realized that and I was like, oh my gosh, and I did some work. I did some work with Maddie within myself. And with that was like this understanding and deep compassion for her that she was doing the best that she could with what she had available to her based upon her upbringing and her imprinting and trauma and really a lack of embodied support from elders and parents in a healthy way. And so when I, when I looked at her in that way, it softened, it softened me. And then I really was able to just tap into my inner child, the inner child that grew up in a highly dysfunctional home with really extreme polarizing beliefs and consciousness and was able to like really love on her and accept her. And so when I fully loved on her and accepted her, I was able to integrate that part of me and kind of reassign her, right? So it's like, it's not about shaming our shadows or our personas. It's like, okay, you served me. You served me really well. You helped me survive in really crazy dynamics in my life and and being able to reassign those parts of myself that actually are holding really powerful magic, being able to reassign them into a new position in my life, into a new assignment that can really support who I truly am and who I'm continually becoming. And through that process of doing that work, I've been able to recognize those patterns in others as a coach and that's you know that's something that Adam brought up is like as coaches we are here to recognize patterns that we have personally been through and be able to step into our embodiment so that we can recognize them in others and show them what we've learned and something that he shared was that when our awareness expands, we have an expanded awareness of, oh, wow, that thing happened to me, and then I created this, and then I built this whole life, and all this other stuff that was built upon that particular belief in my life. And then, you know, deconstructing that and rebirthing anew, you know, that our expanded awareness is actually potential for expanded service in the world. Because then we're able to to share our own embodiment with the world. And, and with that, you know, we can expand our creativity. He talked about how it's like learning mathematics. You know, all these worlds open up for us when we begin to learn mathematics and how to add and subtract and divide and multiply 
you know, and that that's actually, it's like, that's what we're doing in our lives with our creations and recognizing patterns and being able to know that this plus this equals this. Okay. I know that this pattern mixed with this belief or this trauma equaled this creation. So now let me rearrange that. Let me divide this. Let me multiply this and let's create a new equation and how we can really, we can really bring our, with our awareness of our patterns, with our awareness of new ways to pattern, new ways to create, that we can actually bring more of our own essence into everything that we do, which is ultimately a reclamation of our soul. It's reclaiming pieces of our soul and and being able to express that in the world. You know, we are here on this, what I call a ship of relations on this planet. It is a planet of learning relationship, relationship to all things, to ourselves, to the earth, to each other, and we're here to evolve. This is a school of evolution for the soul. You know, our humans are only here for a certain amount of time and we're continually, you know, really preparing for death, you know, ultimately. But it's, it's the, just the death of the body, not the soul. So really tapping into... What is it that our soul longs to express in the world? And what are the things that are hindering us from that expression? Is it our beliefs? Is it our, our imprinting? Is it our, our biology? Is it our, you know, our generational patterning? That's something that, you know, there's like four layers to really look at here. It's not just like what has happened in this lifetime that has imprinted our biology and our nervous system and you know the way we were raised and our culture it's like okay yes we need to look at all that and then there's soul level aspects of traumas that we've carried in other lifetimes or even gifts that we've carried in other lifetimes you know that now we're back here in a body again and here to alchemize and reclaim aspects of our of our soul level work from other lifetimes and then we have ancestral patterning that's literally woven into our genetics and into our dna that gets passed on and so then it's you know it's ancestral alchemizing and then we have the fourth of collective alchemizing you know a lot of a lot of uh, us are transmuting collective patterning and continually being given the opportunity to really look at how has the past, our collective past, been patterned and what is the new choice to create the new pattern as a collective, as a species, you know, and with so much occurring right now on the planet and authority being questioned and narratives being questioned and 
truth being exposed and more and more truth will continually be exposed on this planet and it's going to take us really tapping into the depths of our creativity with how we are relating to one another and to the earth to be able to move forward and, and create a, an architect, a new a new pattern for humanity and for this planet and for the future generations. And you know, something that I, I woke up the other morning, um, I was in Taos, New Mexico, and I just had like a really beautiful couple of days with my beloveds there. And the night before I was in this household with a couple who was moving through some clearing work in their relationship after a group of us had come together and was, you know, bringing through really powerful co-creative possibilities for us on a large scale and for our community and for multiple communities. And so there was all this energy coming in and our, our dream being reignited, a dream that we kind of let go of over the last couple of years because so much change is happening just feeling like wow the dream that we've had for building these beautiful communities together and architecting sacred containers and architecting new social um, experiences that like we we had to let that dream die you know and it's it's being rebirthed right now in a new way that's more embodied and that's more in alignment with who we are now and and you know more aligned people coming into the projects and so there was all this energy around that and then through that the energy through this couple you know um there was circuits that needed to be cleared out you know the things that we can't take into these new creations and they wanted to be seen and loved on and integrated those parts and as we all moved through this process of, of this powerful conversation and then the couple going off and doing the clearing work that they needed to do and then coming back into connection with the community and just kind of sharing, you know, their reflections, I just, I woke up the next day with this, such a massive heart opening and with this deep, deep knowing that our ability to not only survive but thrive moving forward on this planet will be directly related to our ability to deeply relate with one another in community and be able to authentically relate to be able to navigate ruptures and repair work and the cleansing and the purification process. That is the most powerful currency that we will have moving forward on this planet is our ability to deeply relate. And that's what it will, it will depend on, our inability or our ability to really deeply relate to one another in deep love. And the energy of this 2022, this energy of the master and builder number of 22, and, 
you know, and this number also connects with Mary Magdalene. And I, I look at her as a feminine version of sharing the frequency and the architecture of Christ in the world. And it's this energy of union and coming together, the energy of the lovers. That's what this year is about, is about love. And I really feel that more and more we will be continually revealed what are the things that are hindering us from truly receiving and that, you know, this receiving is not a passive thing. You know, surrender is an, is an action. Non-action is still an action. And being able to deepen with ourselves and really know the self, what are the ways in which I block myself from receiving love or giving love? And as we started off this year with Venus in retrograde, conjunct Pluto, it's the underworld. It's the underworld of, of our ways in which we relate to love and beauty and abundance, relationships. We're starting off this, this year with that frequency and how we communicate with one another. And moving forward, we actually won't be able to do this alone. We need one another. And when we, we can really deepen into fully loving ourselves, all parts of ourselves, all of the parts, then we're able to actually show up fully for others and love all parts of them while also coming together and choosing with our expanded awareness to create a new choice which will create a new pattern which will create a new world so let's create wisely let's love each other I love you Thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible.